Welcome to the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast brought to you by Lake Country Sleep. I'm your host, Erin. I am a boy mom, avid coffee drinker, sleep consultant, and expert in early childhood development and education. I hope you enjoy today's show. In today's episode, I have my colleague, Lauren Garman. Lauren is a pediatric nurse practitioner as well as a certified pediatric sleep consultant. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's good to be here. Thanks for joining me tonight. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what you do, your background with being a PNP, and then what brought you into the sleep consulting world. Yeah, so I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner by trade is my background, and I never knew that sleep consultants were a thing until my sister mentioned she had talked to one, and I was like, what on earth is a sleep consultant? Why are you talking to this person? What did she tell you? Um, And so she told me about it, and I was like, well, that's actually pretty cool, and looked into it and decided to become one because in nurse practitioner school and same thing with like PA school, med school, you learn about the, the medical biological part of sleep, which is great. You understand how sleep works, how sleep cycles work, you know, medical sleep disorders, but you don't learn about the behavioral day-to-day stuff that most normal families are dealing with. And it was something that I saw in the office, you know, you do a lot of baby and toddler well checks because kids are coming in every two months, six months, a year. You talk about how life is going and invariably sleep is a common question that a lot of parents had. And I just felt like I didn't have the answers that they needed. So that was part of what drove me to look into sleep consulting and becoming a sleep consultant. And then from there, I was like, well, I have all this information now but I have a 30 minute office visit with you. We can't just spend 30 minutes talking about sleep. We have to talk about growth and nutrition and development and all these other things. And once I send you out the door, I'm not going to see you again for another couple months. There's there's no follow up to see how things are going for me to tweak anything. So then that took me from the office to opening up my own, you know, private practice business as a sleep consultant. I feel like I get to, to do the whole spectrum now, talk about the problem and follow up, help with the solution. Yeah, I think you and I are both, you know, fairly certain that the support during that process of, you know, teaching a child the, the skills of sleep and how to do it from that yeah. behavioral perspective, um, the support is key. It is because obviously there's tons of books and blogs out there and not everybody is going to need the support. If you have a flexible child, you're one of the families who, hey, you can read a book, implement what it says, your problems are solved. That's great. That's wonderful. Not everybody needs the support, but there's plenty of other families who, you know, they read the book and then they tell me, they're like, but what do I do now? I tried it. It didn't work. I tried this other book. It didn't work. And so having, and even having a third party observer who's not in your home, who's not emotionally involved is what I have a lot of parents tell me we just need a a fresh set of eyes who doesn't live with us, who doesn't have these emotional ties to just tell us, Hey, this is what we think you you need to do. Exactly. That's another great point. 
So Lauren, let's pivot a little bit. You mm-hmm. are also a mom of and almost three. Almost. A couple more months. So you have two other children right now. What are their ages? I do. I have a little girl. She'll be three and a half um, at the end of July. And then a little boy who turned two in May. Okay. So you're about to get real busy. (laughs) You already are busy, but you're about to get even busier. (laughs) About to add to our circus. So what are you guys doing to prepare for bringing home baby number three in a few months? Yes, we talk a lot. My older, she understands, you know, that a baby's going to come live with us. And we talk a lot about the baby. She has very big plans. She's going to play with the baby and teach the baby all these things. And I hope she's not disappointed when the baby can't quite participate with all her plans in the beginning. And then my son, we talked to him about it. I'm not sure he has any, he knows what a baby is, but I don't, I don't think he's quite put two and two together yet but my daughter one of her plans is she really wants the baby to sleep in her room with her and she knows that the baby won't in the beginning because the baby will sleep with mommy and daddy but she cannot wait until the baby grows up and can sleep with her awesome so eventually they will be room sharing huh eventually they will i think with with three warehouses set up somebody's going to be sharing so probably the two girls because the third one is a girl so sounds cool okay so what are your best tips or strategies for life with a newborn? And especially when it comes to sleep, that's always like (laughs) the biggest challenge I find a lot of parents have. Oh yeah. My top one is don't drive yourself crazy by trying to stick to some sort of schedule because it's just not going to happen. You know, you read some books that are like, Oh, Hey, you know, feed every X hours and offer a nap every Y hours. And some babies apparently read these books and know these books say these things and do them quite nicely. But a lot of babies don't read the books. They kind of, you know, march to the beat of their own drum. And so I always tell parents, you know, try to offer a nap, you know, every 30 to 60 ish minutes or so, but don't get yourself worked up that if your baby is not doing what they're quote, supposed to. You will just drive yourself insane if you try to stick to a set schedule when you have a newborn. Uh, Babies are not robots. No, no. One of my friends, she read a particular baby book and her first happened to be one of those super flexible, easygoing babies who fell right in line with what the book said. It was great. And then her second came and she was like, Lauren, I don't understand. Why is it not? Why is it not working? It was so easy last time. And I was like, well, she's a different baby. I mean, they're not, they're not all, not all the same and it's okay. Yeah. So that would be, you know, just being flexible, not rigid, Mm -hmm. flexible. Okay. What else have you got for us? Yeah. My second is to try to help your baby learn to fall asleep more than one way. You know, it doesn't really so much matter what those ways are, but what can happen, what I've seen when they learn how to fall asleep one way, like say they always nurse to sleep. Well, then a few months down the road, you wind up, you know, nobody else can put the baby for a nap. Nobody else can put baby to bed at night. It has to be mom all the time versus if baby can nurse to sleep and rock to sleep or bounce to sleep. If you have, you just give you some flexibility because dad can do a nap or grandma can do bedtime. So having that flexibility can be really helpful. 
Yeah, that's nice that the the burden of that doesn't have to be all on the mom, especially when there's other kids involved too, right? Right, right, because you don't necessarily always have that chance to, oh, hey, let me go sit and hold you for an hour for a nap. Exactly. Okay, so being flexible with the schedule and being flexible with how baby falls to sleep, having multiple ways. Great. Okay. What else have you got for us? Yeah. Then my third most favorite thing to tell parents is obviously newborns are going to wake to eat during the night. This is just, it's what they do. And we're not trying to change that, but you, A, make sure your baby is actually awake before you get them up to feed them because newborns can be very, very noisy sleepers. Sometimes they'll even open their eyes. So I say just, you know, pause for a second before you pick them up, make sure they're actually awake and you're not just picking up a noisy sleeping baby, but you don't have to jump straight to feeding every time they wake up in the night. See if they'll calm back down with a, you know, a tummy rub or a passy if you do a passy or rocking them. See, because they may, they make babies wait for all sorts of reasons, not necessarily hunger every single time. So you just say, see if they'll calm down with something short of a feeding. If they don't, that's fine. You feed them. They'll go back to sleep. But that pays off in the future because they don't start to expect feeding is the only way they can fall back to sleep during the night. I love that. And that ties in with your other tip too of just Mm -hmm. having those other methods of helping them fall asleep. Yeah. It just makes life so much easier when you're not stuck with this is the one thing that works. Yeah. So just giving them, you know, more than one specific strategy. And we also don't want them to have such a strong um, feeding association with sleep. We really want to try and separate those things. And that can be really hard to do at the newborn stage. Right. Right. It can definitely be hard. And I, you know, I tell parents, you don't have to figure it all Mm -hmm. out now. You know, if you, if you wind up with a baby who feeding is the only way they know how to fall asleep, that's fine. It doesn't mean you messed up. You didn't do anything wrong. You have plenty of time to move past that when they're older, but the more practice you can do in the beginning, it will pay off in the future. But I say, don't put any sort of, I have to get this right when they're newborn or else I'll ruin their sleep because you won't, you can't mess it up. You can't, you really can't just soak it all in and do your best. They will not give you those cuddles for forever. Yeah. So, um, where are we able to connect with you online? Yeah, I am on Instagram and Facebook. It is at Growing Sleepers. And then my website is growinggreatsleepers.com. Awesome. So to my listeners, make sure you check out Lauren online. Take a peek at her services, everything she's offering. If you are looking for other sleep resources, make sure you also check out lakecountrysleep.com and Lake Country Sleep on Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you found this episode helpful or encouraging, make sure you share it with anyone else who might find value in it. Subscribe, leave a review and rating, and we will see 